Welcome back to Dave and Drew Do Movies. I'm Dave. I'm Drew. <laughs> Today we got a special guest Grisco. star. Oh, all right. He already introduced himself. <laughs> uh, uh, today we're going to talk about 2003 Will Ferrell's Elf, uh, as directed by John Favreau, that I didn't know directed this until I saw him in the movie. Um, this is a classic Christmas movie. I can't believe it's already almost 20 years old. I mean, this movie was 2003. And it, it doesn't seem like it's that old, but going back and watching it, Will Ferrell looks super young in it. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's on the list of things that John Favreau puts out as far as like superhero movies, Star Wars, Mandalorian, and then Elf. But, oh man, uh, I don't know how you can't love this movie. Uh, it's, it's really rare that a movie comes out nowadays, especially a Christmas movie and becomes an absolute instant classic. Like, there's not a person out here that doesn't love this movie, you know? No, it's, it's funny you call it a classic because in my mind, just because something's a classic doesn't mean it's great. And I have to completely disagree with you on, um, you know, everyone loving this film. I, uh, <laughs> I think I called you instantly and told you that it was brutal for me to get through that film and I, I couldn't. I couldn't wait for it to be over. I literally busted a, a blood vessel in my eye watching this film. Yeah, I think uh, I think it could be a classic just because maybe the cast it holds. Um, there's some, I mean, you got, you know, you got James Caan who was, you know, Sonny and the Godfather and now he's doing a comedy, you know, you know, this way down the line, and, you know, and uh, he's actually pretty funny in it. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's a classic just because all the one-liners and, um it is Will Ferrell and it's, it's just his, like the way his comedy, you know, portrays on the screen is uh, it's, I mean, it's classic. It's, it's classic Will Ferrell. You know, you got all his movies from old school to Talladega nights. And I mean, who doesn't repeat a Will Ferrell line in a movie, you know, buddy, the elf, what's your favorite color, you know? And then the phone hangs up. I love you know? Will Ferrell. I, I think this is probably the perfect role for him. I think they tried to get Jim Carrey for it. And originally ended up going with Will Ferrell. And it just seems so good because he's so childish that to put him in a role of like a, as a kid's person, as a giant little kid, uh, it fits so well with him because he's just so goofy and so ridiculous that making him that like grown up child is it's the same as he is in a lot of his movies. But now it kind of fits him a little bit more. Uh, and it's, yeah, got, he's div- it's got Bob Newhart. uh who's been in literally like a million things. I, I think he's, he's older than my own grandparents. He was born in 29. So he's been around well, yeah, a long pa- time. Who doesn't love Papa Elf? Yeah. Well, it, to me, it's funny you say, you know, he's like a giant little kid because I literally wrote down uh, Will Ferrell hyphen man child <laughs> on this because that's, that's literally what he, what he is. And that, and majority of his movies he is. And in this movie specifically, very much so a, a man child and i did not enjoy that i did not enjoy will ferrell he's, i don't necessarily like him in in a lot of films this one in particular it was just it was just crazy and and grissom you said you know it's you know all these one-liners and stuff and that's what i felt like it was a, comp- a compilation of one-liners it was hard for me to follow this movie because it was just like everything felt like a trailer segment it was just like a a, comp- a compilation of trailers for this movie and I, I honestly couldn't get it. I didn't, I, this is the second time I've ever watched it. 
And the first time it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's a Christmas movie, you know, so on and so forth. And then this time I was like, oh my God, this is a fucking terrible Christmas movie. Not only do I hate Christmas, but I hate Will Ferrell now too. Well, I think <laughs> the, I think it's so cool that this movie is a Christmas movie and it actually stands up with like the other badass Christmas movies. Like you had Home Alone 1 and 2. And then in that same conversation, people are like, you know, have you seen Home Alone 1? Have you seen Home Alone 2 this year? And then who's watched Elf this year for Christmas? Like it's in that same conversation. You know, Will Ferrell, you know, he is not a diverse actor at all. You know, he literally, well, I mean, Step Brothers, he was like, you know, the same, the same what he is right now. You know, in Elf, just the guy was walking around in freaking tights the whole time with his us. His dinky showing. His dinky hanging out. And his, his, I don't know if anyone saw it, but when you look at that, if you, when you look at the elf costume, there's like a V that like just portrays his sack, like right there. That was my favorite part like, about How the can movie. you not look at it? Yeah. No, that's exactly what I want dink. to look at. Uh, it is full of a lot no, of great uh, people. Um, I love Peter Dinklage's role in it. I like um, Andy Richter's role. He has five minutes in it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so funny. Like it, it fits him so well to just be, you know, such an angry little fella, and um, dwarf. Yeah. You must dwarf. be a South Pole elf. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, call me elf one more time. I get more tail. You're an elf. Than you've had in your whole entire life. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love this. Movie. I have houses. I- in the south of France. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just been, it's not a lot that you find a movie that comes out so quickly and becomes a movie that people watch for ages. And I think that way about The Christmas Story and uh, the kid from that that plays Ralphie from A Christmas Story, that's my all-time favorite Christmas movie. And I love that they play it 24 hours on Christmas Day I watch it every year. Uh, now I don't have cable. So yeah, so I, do I. I put the DVD in and I let it play all day long for uh, for about six oh months. Oh, my God. Um, it's the only thing that plays on my TV for about six months. And the kid that plays Alf, uh, Ralphie in A Christmas Story is in the movie Elf. He's he's one of the elves that's that's telling him, like, oh, you know, you're not that oh, bad. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you're the one that changes all the – the batteries the and the bulbs. smoke alarms. The batteries and the smoke alarm. Like triple A's. Yeah. And in six months, you're going to have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool little stuff like that that they toss in. Um, and it's it's just one of those things that I like about uh, John Favreau, that he he's so good with his casting and he's so good with directing. Um, and even his role in this movie is funny. He's just He's like a pediatrician, but he seems like a total dick. Yeah, oh, he is a dick because next thing you know, buddy Will Ferrell at that point is eating all his uh, <laughs> cotton balls, thinking they're, and and he's like, please stop that, and he's like, what's that behind your ear? Oh, he's he like, pops in his mouth. Can you control your son? <laughs> uh, like, I so I, I wish I wish I'd enjoyed it as as much as y'all. Um, to be honest, um, I, I just saw a lot of weird things in it. Like um, they 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 did force perspective you know which is uh you know something that they do in movies to make regular size people look small yeah um but it honestly looked really weird in this like you know lord of the rings pulled it off flawlessly right and then i watched this one i'm like 
Uh, it just looks more as le- more or less like they were cut out, out and then pasted in there. It, it didn't look it didn't look real realistic at all. Um, I honestly, oh man, I really did not enjoy this movie. It was really hard for me to watch. And what it took an hour and a half movie. It took me probably about three and a half hours to watch it. Is what it felt like. I I, I had a hard time, hard time watching three and a half movie. hours. What did you? The, the movie's the only ninety minutes. Yeah, what are the other two yeah, hours? The mo- do? Yeah, it, it, it felt like yeah. it wasted three and a half hours of my life trying Drew, to watch this movie. Drew, you're not watching it. the you're not watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended cut. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I oh, think- no, I will say one good thing. The only good thing I have to say is Zoe Deschanel looks uh, a lot better as a blonde than I, she does yeah. as a brunette. And she oh, was a smoke show doing this. And oh, she see, has a good singing voice. It's funny. I I agree with that. Uh, my wife Sarah uh, says that she looks better as uh, you know a brunette, and I said I do not agree with that. Yeah, um, no, be- definitely better as a blonde. Yeah, She's and a- I, I like. I, I specifically those. like the scene. Oh yeah, I love the scene where he uh, he's like it's on the first date, and he brings her out to all those like things that he, he did like the coffee, and he, she was like. <laughs> tastes like a crappy cup of coffee and he's like no it's the world's best cup of coffee like, the world's best <laughs> yeah and then great job team they, Super they, you can literally take someone on and she falls in love with them and come on no one talks about his outfit he's got a striped suit with like a russian beet <laughs> farmer's hat on in the winter that's supposed to be like negative 30 like and she's like you look really good i'm like no dude you don't he looks like, like a loser i yeah. mean he looks like will ferrell Compared to his elf costume that looked like a five-year-old made it. <laughs> they said there was there was yeah. actually a lot of scenes. I read that there's a lot of scenes where he rips the tights because they look like they're like not <laughs> like there's just not a big enough pair for him. He's like six three. He's a big dude and he's not afraid. He he, he wields it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big old broad. You and, can uh, you can hear the stretching in the in the escalator scene where he's like putting his leg on there. You can hear his like you costume is like Oh my god! Like it's just fucking being stretched past capacity. Now, do do you guys and do our fans remember the scene where he he gets into the Empire State Building right the first time and he, they everyone thinks he's the Christmas card like Christmas Graham and then he comes back in with his uh, gift for a special someone, <laughs> special someone. and he did all happy and they're like and they're they're like well, he's my dad and they're like. You got to go, pal. And they like pick him up. He's like, "I'll be back." They're like, "No, you won't." He's no, like, "I'll come won't. back later." <laughs> and he they sees said- him sleeping in like the window <laughs> of like the uh, the window display. And he's like, "Dad, Dad." <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they they kick him out the first time, and uh, they're like, "Go back to Gimbal's where you belong." And he starts walking down the street and he sees Gimbal's, and he's like, "Oh!" And he starts walking towards it. And just out of nowhere, gets plowed by a taxi, <laughs> and it's just—it's so random. <laughs> I remember just, that it's like just a T. Yeah, he just gets splatted by this taxi out of nowhere because you're like, oh, you know, he's just walking across the street, and you forget that it's New York City, and nobody gives a shit. They're just gonna hit you no matter what. Uh, that yeah, it was funny. Uh, how many times when you guys were a kid? I've never done it, but you go to those like huge department stores, and everyone's giving away free shit, and next thing you know. Uh, you know, Will Ferrell, classic elf. Uh, they giving away the uh, perfume and he thinks it's like, 
paste spray or something. Yeah, fruit spray. Puts it on. He's like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Um, yeah, this, I mean, this movie had, it, it had a pretty decent sized budget for what it was. Uh, I know that they actually had to train a penguin and a narwhal to be able to talk in the beginning. Uh, just just for that scene but it was 33 million dollars for a budget which doesn't sound crazy high for its time compared to a lot of other movies that came out around you know that 2003 2004 area yeah 50 million less than space jam they made almost 200 million dollars off of this movie like worldwide like that's uh, yeah that's why i was just dave i was just gonna tell you uh uh, they their budget was 30 million and they made 220 uh, million yeah, like, that's just I mean that's the turnaround you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. But uh just there was a lot of stuff that they filmed that was very um it's it's not like with New York City and Manhattan and stuff, you can't really just close down that place to shoot a movie. It's too hard. And that's why Hollywood's all set up the way it is, and a lot of people go to like Vancouver or um Atlanta, Georgia and stuff where they could shut down roads to film sets and stuff, but, or even Boston sometimes. Hey, be in New York city. Like it's, it's, it's tough to close something down. And they said that when they did the scene where he's walking through the Lincoln tunnel, that there was like seven accidents, like major accidents that stopped traffic because uh, they just saw this guy walking in an elf costume, walking along the side (laughs) of the the tunnel. And, And people were just like, what the heck's going on? And like crash their cars and shit. And y'all just sound like y'all have a lot of enjoyment out of this film. And I'm just, I literally was miserable. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of a miserable person as, as it is. Like, I kind of go through life hating it as, as it was. But it was it was rough. It was really rough for me to get through this. Um, and it might be because of Christmas. Or, Where's or your something. Christmas spirit? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I don't know. It, it tanked, I guess. I mean, I guess Drew, the... the the movie was the, I mean, the, like you were talking earlier about like how, you know, when he was at the North pole, like that CGI was like the snowman, like that was God awful. It was garbage. Yeah. I'd much rather watch claymation, like a claymation, old school, classic um, Christmas movie, because those were built poorly and didn't have great budgets. And um, they were still able to get me into the Christmas spirit, I guess. Maybe not so much anymore if I go back and watch them now, but um, man, to be honest, it just wasn't it just wasn't there for me. And I know you brought up um, James Caan being in The, the Godfather, Godfather. Yeah. and that's that's what I look at him as is like you know yeah, he's a hard ass. He's a he's a, he, he was a fucking like hothead, and he was like he was sunny kidding. man. He was yeah he, he was the beast. Up. He got fucking lit up in that fucking movie, and that's how I picture this dude. And for me, it's like like man, like did. Is, is this what it's come to? Like, is this what you've had to do? You Wait know, like, that, that's what I looked at. He gets well, killed in The Godfather? Oh, he gets his fucking you turn never, into Swiss cheese. No, I've never oh, seen he, The yeah, Godfather, goes, but now you ruined it for He's me. never seen The Godfather. Oh, Sonny, I'm sorry. Sonny Corleone, <laughs> Sonny Corleone gets wasted. He gets, yeah, he's, he's, Swiss he's cheese, going through, man. He's Swiss going cheese. through a toll booth, yeah. and he gets lit up. Oh, he gets man, got. That toll booth sign just comes down and slices him in half. <laughs> no, he, he didn't. You know, well, Tobooth Willie, you know, dollar twenty five pop. He didn't have it. Pop. So Tobooth Willie called his boys in and was like, 
you know, Father McLaren, how you doing? I'm doing really good, Willie. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> yeah, no, he gets he gets lit up. He gets lit up in that movie. Um, well, now I and that's I how I imagine him. It. You know, and and no, it would the the it just it wasn't wasn't in line with the Godfather. He didn't show up to this movie looking like a piece of Swiss cheese, and he should have. Well, you, you kind of see some movie. of his badassness at the beginning when he was uh remember when he was talking <laughs> about remember when he's talking about the books, Drew, and he was like he's like <laughs> he is kind of an, he's kind like, of an asshole. He's like he's like they're we're missing the last three pages. He's like a dog about a pigeon. What yeah. like the kids are gonna what's care. The, what's the to you? What's yeah, what's the, the to you? you? Print yeah. it, print it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So you kind of see some all the of his... books back from the nun. The you know, he's yeah. like, what he's about like, the gives children? The like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck the, the children. children. <laughs> the children love the books. And he's like, yeah, but oh, he's like, they can't read anyway. Oh, your fingers hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your, your back's gonna your hurt. Your back's about to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Pat, for telling me about a camp to run that I just bought. <laughs> oh, <laughs> heavyweights. What's more vulnerable than a tomato? I that's what I love about this movie. I, I honestly feel oh, like two writers. Yeah, it's Andy Richter and that other guy. The they're like they're like an asparagus and a cucumber on a farm. <laughs> it's like, like when did this? Yeah, I mean, Dave, I, when I grew up, children's books were not about vegetables unless you're talking about Veggie Tales. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like talking this, about Veggie Tales, you got to. This movie is just, uh, it's, I love it because I feel like it's, it's for every age. Like I enjoyed it as a kid, um, even though I was a teenager when it came out and I enjoy it now as an adult man, uh, that just, (laughs) a man child, -child. (laughs) as an adult man child, uh, I don't have a boy dick. If that's what you're thinking, (laughs) I make 10 times as much as him. And it's a great, like, it's just a good movie that you can enjoy as a kid. You could show it to your kids because it's, it's got a good rating on it. There's no swear words. There's no nonsense. You know, there's a, it, it does have a crazy high and then, rating. And then you, that, could, that was wild to me. What does it have? PG 13, maybe. I didn't look. It's probably PG. Yeah. That's what I would guess. But like, you could show this yeah, to your the kids. The best scene was the shower it. scene with Zoe Deschanel. And well, well, the question is, I don't even think they make G rated movies anymore. Well, there's no kids anymore. I don't even know what a G-rated movie is. I'd like to think of myself as a G. You know, I, I try to portray portray that as a lot. Yeah, just keeping it real. Dark. I don't know. But like, this is the yeah, kind of movie you me. could show to your kids and enjoy it, and you could show it to adults and enjoy it. Like, I have nothing. I honestly have nothing bad to say about this movie. Um, it's it's just one of those things that I think that it's it's very rare. It's like a it's like a song. People make a song. And it's great for a little bit, and then it dies out. You make a Christmas song, and it's fun for a little bit, and then you got Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey comes out with a Christmas. Song, I was just gonna say, and it's a Mariah Carey brings it back hit. every. And that year. thing's been playing for like twenty five years, and everybody knows it, and everybody's not only sick of it, but when it comes on, you can't help but sing it. And that's how I feel about Elf. Like you can't help but quote it or watch it or enjoy it. Like it just it never gets old, and that's crazy to me because. I think the market for making a holiday movie is so tough to get in because it's, it's such a niche product to say like, I'm going to make this movie, but it's only good for this time of year. And it just, just like uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch, like it became a new classic. 
that people will watch forever. And like I said, it's been almost 20 years and this movie still holds up. Like people still watch it. They still love it. They're showing it to their kids that were probably born in 2003 that are now, you know, 30 years old or whatever. I, I'm not very good at math, but they're still showing it to people nowadays that like, it's still a great movie to watch. I think it's going to hold mean, up for another 20 years, like the claymation movies of its time or like the cartoons like Mickey's Christmas and stuff like that, that's still going to hold up to that test of time. So you said, uh, Dave, that like there's nothing criticized. There is really nothing criticized, but there's stuff you can pick apart. For instance, obviously the snowball fighting scene in the park obviously was, was amazing and fun, but that those snowballs are definitely like they were real trust me i'm a i've made i'm from boston i made a snowball it takes me a minute to get it that circular well you're not from the <laughs> north pole i'm i'm also from boston and it takes <laughs> me about uh 59 seconds so it's just a little bit faster than you but it, i mean nothing to be a competition about this isn't, <laughs> this isn't a day we, we, we don't get a whole lot of snow in tennessee so maybe that's why it don't like this movie but also another thing i noticed 2003 that was the same year i, I uh, lost my virginity so i became a man in 2003 so maybe that has to do with why i didn't enjoy this movie when it came out because i was already fucking slinging fucking dick at that age no, so maybe weren't. maybe that had to do something <laughs> nobody knew <was> <laughs> maybe that had to 13. do with it nobody it's no it's one physically impossible I mean, it's impossible you can't even get married at that age so i yeah. think dick doesn't even get hard no, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, you can. I think, I think in one of the Dakotas you can because I don't even think they're part of the fifty states anymore. You have to but, get a waiver. You have to get a waiver from your local town office to um, get a, to get an erection in uh, one of those states. You have to get a waiver. But what what's what's the worst part is that this movie was so popular and so amazing amongst so many fans that they didn't make a second one because Will Ferrell and John Favre, Favre the the director uh didn't like each other and had disagreements so they never did a second a sequel and they left it at that and uh you know you think someone who's been in the industry since the dawn of time would say they would have a uh work with was will ferrell very difficult difficult to work with or was the director but they never the sequel uh, was supposed to happen, but uh, because the director and Will Ferrell, John Favre, didn't have a good relationship, you know, I, I would still love to see an elf too, but it's like making a, it's like doing Dumb and Dumber 20 years later, making Dumb and Dumber 2. You just yeah. can't do it now because yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2 was, you put an elf out now, elf 2 out, it's going to be, they're going to swing for the fences on jokes and everything. It's going to be ruined. Yeah, I, that sucks because yeah, like, it's been way too long. I love Dumb and Dumber. And I've said it before that like they tried to remake it and then they tried to even bring back the original people. But that style of comedy is over. Nobody's laughing at the it's Billy over. Slapstick. Nobody's laughing at the Tommy boys. Slapstick comedy is over. Yeah. They, they want new. They want something spooky. And that's tough to get nowadays. Like <laughs> it's always changing. And to try and bring something back after 17 years is, is going to be really hard. I find it hard to believe um, that him and John Favreau don't get to get don't get along that's crazy i feel like will ferrell's a pretty decent like down-to-earth kind of guy i don't know too much about his social life i know zoe de chanel i love her and she's been in a whole bunch of stuff uh she was in yes man with jim carrey um i yeah, think she was 
I think she was one of the Gremlins. She had her own. I think she has her own Gremlins. show. Or she did. Uh, she yeah, had her she own was show, in, but she did. She was in New Girl, but like, yeah, my uh, Errol loves I've, that show. My wife. From what I've read, it's she a good is show. A really ridiculous person to work with, like to the point where other actors and actresses don't even want to be on the set with her because she's very um, controlling and 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 really just like an angry, give me the world kind of like I said, no green M&Ms kind of person. High maintenance. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard that about a lot of like singers and stuff. And I get that because they're all really crazy and think that the world revolves around them. But, you know, I, I can enjoy an actor or an actress or uh, whichever you want to call them. I know a lot of them like to be called actors in general, but that are very much about the art. And I've talked about it before. Uh, it's just crazy. Like I love Zoe Deschanel and I can't imagine her as that person. She was the first time I ever saw her was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which um, we recently did a top five favorite movies. I put that at my number six. So if we did a top six favorite movies, <laughs> I would have talked about that. But, and I love that movie. I've read the book. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times and it has one of my favorite actors in it. Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. I love, I love, uh, I love Bill. Yes. Murray Bill Murray is by far the favorite, the best actor ever. No, it has Sam Rockwell in it. And at some point I'll get on the subject of Sam Rockwell because I, I absolutely love that guy in everything he does. But um, yeah, it's just weird. I, I don't know how she is. Uh, I just read that she's just a really terrible person to work with. So. Yeah, I know. We've been her. Someone else who's horrible is Catherine Heigl is probably like that. Yeah. Catherine yeah, Heigl that is like someone who in Hollywood demands, demands, the world and when she doesn't get it she throws a, a fissy like little little pussy fit and next you know it's like well i'm making 40 million but i wanted 41 million <laughs> yeah it's never enough yeah she she was like bashing people that literally helped put her on the map and that's just something you don't do in hollywood no it's just poor sportsmanship because i mean there's there's musicians out there and there's actors and there's directors and there's people out there that just they genuinely love the art and they genuinely love the craft and they come out and they make a movie or they star in a movie or they act in a movie and they're not there to make the money. Like I look at people like uh, Keanu Reeves, who he's not there because he wants to be a billionaire. He gives he's all there his be- money away. Yeah. He gives a lot of it away because he just, he loves the art of it. He loves doing it, but he doesn't forget who put him there and he doesn't forget who also works just as hard as him on the set and on the, microphones and cameras and everything else that the people around him do you know just because he's the guy with the lines doesn't mean he's not working any harder or any less or any more than anyone else on that entire set and I wish there was more people like that sad to say you know and I think the same way about a lot of sports players they're famous they're sports players and they make you know 80 90 million a contract and you're like how are you making so much money the only thing you do is play a sport that some people just play for fun in their backyard. That's yeah. wild to me. And, and I think that same way about actors. Like I want to see you in a movie. I want to enjoy you. And it's hard work. You know, we talk about Leonardo DiCaprio all the time. And he's one of the few people that I feel like I can see him in a role. Leo! Yeah. I could see him in a role Leo. and I get, I get completely oh. sucked in to the character and not the fact that it's Leonardo DiCaprio, but whoever he's playing. And the people like that, you know, they can have all my money, but the people like Catherine Heigl that I know is Catherine Heigl and she's the same person in every movie she's ever done. Um, you know, they, they can't have any of my money if it were up to me. None of well, it. D- 
Did you guys see Elf in the box office or do you guys, I can't even remember 2003. I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember. I don't know if I saw it in the movie theaters or if I saw like, because Netflix was, I don't know if it was a thing, but Netflix these days is like Elf's on Netflix now, but I can't remember. Did you guys, did Drew or Dave, did you guys see Elf? Uh, Net- oh. Netflix was a mail-in service back then. It was when you could get the DVDs yeah, in the mail. Back in the day. But yeah, no, I absolutely saw it in the theaters. I couldn't wait. I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. Um, I went straight to the theaters when that movie came out, and it was awesome. I think I went twice, uh, actually. I probably saw it in like 2010 or 2012 or something like that, like way, way after the fact. <laughs> that's probably that's probably why I didn't enjoy it that much. There was one scene where I laughed, and yeah. it was um, – What was that you got to give us something. <laughs> Whenever the reporter was talking to that random guy and um, instead of like talking about what was going on, he just like started hitting on her. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Wasn't she and married he, or engaged? Uh, yeah. She was like engaged or no, like she was waiting for her dude to like finally pop the question. Yeah. And, uh, but he's like, he's like, Oh my God. And he's like, yeah, you're great. You just deliver great. He's like, you have a great mouth. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God. Like, like that'd be me just sitting there and, Instead of talking about what's going on in the world, like uh, just sitting there hitting on her. He was like, where, uh, uh, you know, Elf's dad, James Conn was like, things so shiny. Like, you know, they're, you know, mail comes all over the world and they put in these shiny bins and then he brings them down there and smells of smoke. And he's like, <laughs> I think my dad was describing a different mail room. He's like, where is the shiny bins? He's like, why does this place smell like mushrooms and everyone wants to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> And the next thing you know, they're drinking and then they're dancing like the Russian dance on the table. And he gets a call. And he's like, can you come down here for a minute? And he's like, what the heck? Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> the guy he was talking to, he was, was like, yeah, like I have all these ideas and no one takes me seriously. And this and that. And he was like, I'm I'm 28 years old. And that dude's clearly like 40. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, like, there's no way you're 28, 26 years old. Like you're old as shit, bro. Doesn't he have like, like a long main of long hair ass, or yeah, yeah yeah long ass hair fucking like beard or goatee or some shit like that i'm like what was no that? way you're in your fucking late 20s what was the movie he was just in that we were talking about i i brought him up um because i was like man i can't believe he's in that movie but feral no the guy down in the uh down in the mail room that he's like oh is that syrup and he's like yeah sure he's putting like rum in his coffee and getting drunk but that's the guy that I was like, man, he's in like a bunch of stuff that, you know, nobody ever knows who he is. Uh, I love when he's talking um, to uh, Santa, the fake Santa in the mall. And he's like, you, you smell like, he's beef like you're and a cheese. disgrace. <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese. You're not the real Santa. I think I, I think I fell asleep during that scene. No, so I, I probably didn't remember it. No, you were wide awake. I wrote one thing down in bold on my piece of paper and I wrote boring uh midway through the movie and uh i i think that kind of just set me it just kind of set me off i kind of knew i wasn't going to like the movie before i was started watching it because like i said i only watched this one time and it just never just never did it for me i did enjoy seeing peter dinklage but that's because i'm game of uh, thrones fan and he's one of my favorite characters in that uh game of thrones (laughs) game of fronds and uh no it's game of pom-poms dude get it right I, <laughs> I know i fuck it up sometimes i'm i'm yeah I, sometimes like when you're talking it's fucking ridiculous yeah, it's called dyslexia um oh, but yeah no i just wrote down boring and that's the only thing i haven't crossed out yet 
Hey, so, uh, Dave, you were talking about that guy. The last movie he's been in was uh, Riddick in 2004. And then I don't know if you ever remember the movie with Ben Affleck, uh, Reindeer Games. He was in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vividly. And then in like 2017 or 16, he was in the show Psych. And like the oh show my God. Oh, yeah. so Who hasn't been in that show, he's man? He's been around, but... <laughs> Yeah, he's always talking about people that that's in that show. I'm telling uh, you, there's psych, so many so characters that he remembers them from. There's so many characters that you see in a movie, and it's like, oh, they've been in Psych, and you're like, why wouldn't they have been? Uh, he was in the first episode of Psych, <laughs> actually. He's one of the criminals that he uh, he bashes out like his ex girlfriend's uh, tail light, and all the little shards of glass are stuck to him. Um, oh, I think that I think I saw that. I think it was on Wrong Turn Twenty Five. Yeah, I mean, at, it was at that called point, the tail light smashing scene. At that point, you you've just already made way too many turns. Yeah, yeah too like, many wrong turns. By that point, you make so many wrong turns that it's the right turn. Either that, or I mean, you should be out of gas by then. I mean, how many exits? You know, how many miles are between each each wrong turn? Well, let's talk about that. Well, if you got yeah. a Prius, how many times do you just do it and then you just give up? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, how many times should have Elf given up? Uh, you know, Will Ferrell trying to get home, but he went through the seven layers of the candy cane forest, and then he was on that iceberg with that with that uh, whale with the, uh, you know, with the penis out of his forehead. I think it looked. <laughs> Dink. Yeah, the mythical narwhal. Uh, yeah, how, many, how many times does Will Ferrell make a movie before he realizes he should just give up because they all suck? I mean, Anchorman, the original one was the. Come on, Drew, that was probably. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Old school would probably be my favorite, uh, or maybe Talladega Nights if I had to pick a, a favorite. Um, old school Will definitely. Ferrell movie. Yeah, but it's it is. The, I mean, listen, I've seen. I can speak from experience, dude. I've seen uh, Ron Burgundy live at Boston College on a comedy skit with, uh, you know, with his crew, like Zach Galifianakis and the guy who, uh, have you guys ever seen Reno or our listeners have probably seen that show, Reno 911, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know the guy, Terry? Yeah. Mm. The skater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen. Yeah. So those three came to Boston College when they were in Boston, and Will Ferrell was Ron Burgundy, and then you got Zach Galifianakis, and then Nick Swartzen. So I saw those three, and um, Will Ferrell came down to the audience and like in his you know Ron Burgundy esque, and he was like uh, picked a random young lady. He was like, "Can you uh, come up to the stage with me, young lady?" Like, so Will Ferrell. I mean, I think he's funny. I mean, probably one of my favorite movies with him. It's recently new. Yes, you have the classic, but the other guys is pretty darn hilarious with him. Oh, yeah. Like in yeah, Mark, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Like it's fucking hilarious when he's like when they're in the office and they're they're trying to get the uh, the waters. And he's like with the cucumber slice. He's like, I was actually pretty looking forward to one of those waters. He's like, no more waters. <laughs> yeah, the other guys was pretty, pretty funny, pretty funny film. But brings it all back to how Will Ferrell. Same plays the same character, but I think Elf, when it comes down to Christmas classics, is under that title with like Home Alone, Good Christmas Story, Home Alone 2. Like those are in the same conversations. And if you haven't had those conversations, and to our listeners, like, I mean, think about it hard. You definitely talked about those movies and then been like, are we watching Elf this year? Like it's one of those conversations, like it's part of Christmas now. 
And like, as uh, Dave was saying, 2003, but the movies stood the test of time. Like, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, like what's the last movie that really came out? Good Christmas movie. Yeah. You know, you have like Christmas vacation, you have um, a Christmas story, but that was all the eighties, you know? So there's not much between then and the nineties that really kind of struck a chord and became that, that new, because even uh, I think Jim Carrey's The Grinch was 2000, and that was probably the newest movie in about 12 years that hit the box office and became an instant Christmas classic. And they've been trying. They've, tried to, remake, they've tried to remake Christmas Carol a hundred times. They've made all different versions of you know movies that have to do with Jim well, Carrey was Santa in Claus. Christmas Carol. The Santa Claus was in the 90s. Tim Allen. Yeah. That, Tim okay. Allen was great with Santa Claus. That's one of the yeah, best, I, too. I do enjoy the Santa Claus movies. So I'll, I'll He's take like, that back. I guess there was a, a few in the 90s that came Tim out. Allen was, Tim Allen was so funny. He's like, he's like, I usually sleep naked, but naked. And he's like, hi, Mr. Thompson. How are you? And she's like <laughs> walking her kids to school. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's... Uh. I watched all three of those not too long ago. That that really gets me in the Christmas spirit. I love those movies, and they do yeah, terrible those. CGI in them. But this one just—I I like know. the one with Mark Martin Short. I thought that one was pretty funny. When he's um, Jack Frost, and it has like the rubber rubberized Santa Claus. No, that's yeah. a different one. I like Martin Short. I think he's a pretty funny guy. The second you guys movie ever is the rubberized Fred Santa Elf Claus. Elf Fred. Uh, Fred Claus with is Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn yeah, and uh, oh man. <laughs> Paul Fred Claus. We watched that at my house. Yeah, Fred Claus with Paul Giamatti. That has and nothing to do with Santa Claus. No, it does because Paul Drew, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, Santa, Santa Claus. No, yeah. oh, I'm saying that has nothing to do with. Um, <laughs> that has nothing to do with uh, Tim Allen, Santa Claus, and the Rubberized yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah, because Tim Allen was in that show Tool Time, and I think Vince Vaughn uh, has watched the channel that used to air Tool Time at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the six degrees of tim allen if you want to if you really want yeah. to break it down uh, i thought i thought uh we'll bring bring this full circle back to elf i thought in elf and uh to you to you two and to our listeners i thought it was pretty funny how uh when uh that little kid was uh elves you know will ferrell's brother uh was like reading all the secrets and that newscaster i think Drew, you were talking about, I was like, you wish your boyfriend could propose to you, but he doesn't have the guts to do it. And yeah. like, switch the page. And she was like, shut the fucking camera yeah. off, bro. Like, yeah. shut that. <laughs> he was like reading everyone's off. dirty secrets. <laughs> or uh, what, does he, yeah. what does he say? Um, he reads something and one of the, the guys are all at work and they're like, what? Like, that's what you want? It's like a bunch of it's guys. like a He's Barbie like, oh. doll or something. Yeah, and they all like, like oh, looked oh, at him. Oh, you know, for the kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah. must, have been some, must have been that other guy. Yeah, must, must be some other, other asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, this... Um... Yeah, that, it, it just, like I said, like, it's not that there wasn't any funny parts in this movie. It's just, for me, it was all like, at any point... So it's like the opposite of most movies. So most mo comedy movies, it's got like you see the five scenes that you saw in the trailer, right? And you're like, yeah. oh, well, those were the only funny scenes. The issue that I had with this one, it was like every clip in this movie was a part that could have just been clipped out and then turned into a, the trailer. And it just felt like a, you know, they, they just copy and paste, not copy and paste it, but just took those scenes and just put them all 
and and they could have been completely done out of order and the, this movie would have made just as much sense had it been the way that it was like that that's what i didn't enjoy about it was that um it was just a bunch of just random scenes of you know will ferrell being a, a huge child and i was just like man like i, I just can't find you know any comedy in that and, and maybe it's just because I, I waited way late in my life to watch it or um you know i, I didn't grow up watching it this now maybe because i don't watch a whole lot of christmas movies but it's not something that i, I definitely would rant and rave about and tell everyone hey you definitely have to check out this movie because it's the best christmas movie of all time um you know i've already said that you know die hard is my favorite christmas movie but maybe I have a fucked up sense of uh, Christmas and I'd much rather see a bunch of people get shot up and thrown out of buildings than um, actually sit and have a, you know, heartfelt moment with their family and be like, oh, this is the spirit of Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh, and that's, that's, that's the problem that we're running into today. Elf? It's, Elf isn't a Christmas movie? Elf is absolutely a Christmas movie. Everything <laughs> has to do with Christmas, the spirit of Christmas. I'm telling you, just because a movie falls on Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. You they know? could have made the movie at 364 other days of the year, and they chose Christmas. That, to me, makes it a Christmas movie. No, no. Jingle All the Way is a Christmas movie. That is All a right. trash movie. What? With Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh, yeah. Sinbad? No way. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> And you know what? That kind of movie still holds up today because that happens every year. There's always some toy the kids want and people are going crazy for. And they're out there like buying stuff like the Chucky doll behind the freaking Home Depot for $200 <laughs> markup, you know, a 200% some, markup or something. Yeah, with some dude in a, in a cum-stained uh, <laughs> fucking outfit. You know, I know um, like Furbies were a big one. Uh, the what's that? What the hatchlings hat hatch something where they were hatchimo. Oh my God. I had to buy that one year for my daughter. And man, that, that was almost impossible. That's what I'm saying. So Christmas movie, presents for like the, the trend and stuff. Yeah. The, yeah, like the, one, the, the trendy ones of the year. The I mean, does do our listeners still or do holds you, up? You guys remember Tamagotchis? Oh, I love Tamagotchi. Yeah. But like the movie Jingle All the Way is absolutely a Christmas oh, movie that holds oh, up. Oh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and freaking Sinbad? Yeah, and it holds up yep. because it still oh, happens the- today where there's some kind of present out there that kids want and parents going absolutely ballistic trying to find it and doing everything they can and dressing up in yeah. rocket ships. I, I mean – uh the, the probably the best scene. I mean, we're not talking about Jingle all the way. We're talking about Elf, but probably one of the best scenes in that movie is when he's like, "This, my man, is a homemade explosive device." He's like, "Do you have any things? Do you have any of these go through the mail each year?" And he's like, "I am gonna put this down." He's like, "Chow, baby." He's like, "Don't anyone move because I have an ears like a snake." Chow, baby, and then it blows up, and he's like, "This is a sick world we're living in with sick people." And he's like, and he was carrying that around. <laughs> But I like, didn't watch that movie. Oh man, how did you not? Do you watch any Christmas movies? Or are you just, no, I'm just a, kidding? You I watch just the didn't. Grinch. Yeah, I Die Hard. Grinch. Have you seen the new Grinch? I told you who produced. No, that. and one I won't. Of my favorite people. I'll, I'll probably never watch. It's Scott Mosier, man. He's one of my favorite people. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Scott Mosier was my English teacher in the tenth uh, grade. And. He's Ninth grade English while I'm in the 10th grade. That's imp- <laughs> that's impossible. He's from Canada. 
He did, uh, he did Free Birds, which was like a Thanksgiving movie, but nobody cares about Thanksgiving movies. What we care about. Yeah, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. There's actually Thanksgiving movies out there. Yeah, you got a uh, turkey. I thought the only Thanksgiving movie out there was. You got Chicken Run. Honest. You got Chicken Run. You got it's Die Hard. Oh, Chicken Run's given. You got uh, Home Alone. Is, oh it, my God. is it Chicken Run? Is it Bruce Willis, the voice of Chicken? The, the main chicken he, in that movie? He actually does. Little. No, he does all the chickens, as a matter of fact, in Chicken Run. Bruce Willis does every one of them. Every chicken. Yeah, that's why they sound So terrible. I saw Bruce Willis today. No, you didn't. I saw Bruce Willis today in a, um, it was either an auto zone or advanced auto commercial, yeah. but it was set the up like a trailer. batteries. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is what we come to? You take the greatest actor of all time no, and you no. throw him inside of a fucking That's not <laughs> commercial what we've come for a fucking to. battery? That's not what we've come to. That's what he's <laughs> come to. He is such a terrible actor now. Oh, man. Now. I say now because he didn't put him in commercials. That's all he gets now for money is to be a diehard battery guy. What a piece of... Oh, man. He busts through the fucking window and she was like, so what can I help you with today, sir? <laughs> Yeah, you just fucking trashed your store. Um, I mean, but, but I mean, I see Samuel Jackson in a commercial today too for um, uh, some. I think it was Capital One, a Capital One credit card, and I'm just like, oh, was he well, yeah. swearing and yelling? Yeah, he was like, "Hey, motherfucker, you got to get, get these, this credit card." I've had get it with these, these motherfucking snakes <laughs> off this motherfucking plane. Credit card. <laughs> I've had it with these. He's like, do they have credit charges? cards and what? <laughs> I've never heard of what. <laughs> Can I use yeah. my Capital One card? My Capital What? <laughs> say, say credit card one more time. I <laughs> Oreo with cheese. Say interest rate one more time. Yeah. Man, it, no, it's just, it just crazy. Like, I mean, these are like actors that I grew up on and they're fucking chilling and fucking fucking commercials and it just was so weird to me well drew that's the that's i mean i'm telling you like so you know the movie we're dissecting right now is elf with everyone in it but you know all those guys like will ferrell i mean when's the last time he made a hit john favreau like yeah he, he's been in the spider-mans and the iron mans because he's literally directed the first like major like he was the first director of iron man he started this like domino effect of like everything but i mean you know the 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 the, uh, the mom in uh, the mom in um, Elf was in mm. Step Brothers. Yep, yep. was yeah. the mom of yeah. Will Ferrell. You know, so all these actors are like of Will Ferrell's. It was like I smoked pop with the guy named Johnny Hopkins. Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> we were. I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I would day. definitely be in a step stepmother uh, stepson uh, film with her. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean she's an attractive woman. I yeah. mean, Josh, did y'all John, ever see the movie Clifford with Martin the big Short? Big red dog. Oh, no, 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 that no not that about big the red dinosaurs dog. with dinosaur Dinoland. Yes, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, and she Martin. was in that. She was Clifford. Yeah, that movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's a, a very little. Uh, it's film. it's kind of an obscure film. I don't yeah. think a whole lot of people seen it, but, but yeah, it was a pretty funny fucking movie. No, John Favreau does tons of stuff. But He's like been these doing actors, the new Star Wars. Uh, he just did Mandalorian. Like that, that dude, Mandalorian man. He's a massive up and coming like, director, and I, I love everything he does. Yeah, and he's like a super side character when he when he's an he actor is. though. It's crazy because yeah, he, he goes from like this this straight up like side 
side character. The only movie I saw where he had like a full on uh, real character was the um, it, what was the name of that movie? Where Swingers had, with Vince Vaughn. No, it was this one was with Vince Vaughn, but it wasn't Swingers. Um, I know what you're talking about. It was. They, uh, it was the date movie where they're on that island? Yeah, or they're something. like going, like they're having a getaway, like the couple couples retreat. Couples retreat, and he was yeah. like, and they, they were swimming in blood. Yeah, and he was like, get the gun out and start shooting these sharks. There, there's a there's a scene in that movie that actually got them into a lot of trouble, and I think they lost so much money for it um, because he grabs that like stock photo of that girl, and he like puts his shirt behind his head, and he starts like jacking off because it's like him and his wife get into an argument. But um, they didn't ask the uh, that that model if they could use her in the film, and um, they ended up getting them into a lot of trouble for that because he jacked off to just her picture. Oh man, that would I get read a lot that of somewhere. In a lot of trouble. Uh, he did do a movie yeah, exactly. recently. I, I I jacked off three times during this movie because of Zoe Deschanel, and I didn't ask her permission. So I do no. feel bad about that. I will never ask permission. Uh, no, John Favreau just recently did a movie with uh, John yes, Leguizamo and Sofia Vergara. It's called Chef. It's on Netflix he still right acts? now. Yeah, he's the main character. Oh my gosh, movie. that movie and was great. You saw Dave. it, right? Yeah, it's he's the director and he's the main uh, character. Oh, it was a in great movie. movie. And it's got the guy that I said he plays the uh, he's the cop in Ant Man. He's the one that marries Paul Rudd's ex wife. Uh, I, I can't remember his name right now. Okay. It's in my mind. Yeah. But you love Paul Rudd. Oh, I do love Paul Rudd. But you yeah, I mean, John Favreau just, I, I don't think I really realized who he was and, and what an impact he had in the film industry until I saw the Iron Man movies. And I was like, damn, I, he's, he's the director of these? I didn't even realize that. And then the more I watched, I was like, oh my God, he directs all these. And then the Star Wars movies, and I'm like, oh my God, he directs everything. And now he's in... Um, Mandalorian, which isn't, I mean, if you, even if you're, I'm not, a, like, I, like I said earlier, uh, I've seen every Star Wars movie, but I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. I don't know the crazy ins and outs. I've never seen the cartoons or the Clone Wars. I don't follow any of the like graphic novels or anything when it comes to Star Wars. I enjoy the movies. I watch them way after they come out, but I'm not obsessed. But the Mandalorian, you don't even have to be a Star Wars fan. That show is fantastic. And that guy is just, he, he does a really great job uh, between casting and directing and everything that I, he's becoming one of my top three, like favorite directors. aside and, from And that's Kevin why, Smith. and that's why it's hard for me to believe that when Elf was made in 2003, that him and Will Ferrell literally had like, because of his resume, Dave and Drew, like, you know, obviously we talked about it earlier there's no way they could put out an elf two because it'd be like a dumb and dumb or two. There's no way. And if they do, the jokes are going to reach for the sky, but that's why it's so hard to read that. Like Will Ferrell and John had such a, a falling out that, you know, they couldn't. And, and, and Drew, you brought it up earlier saying like these people in Hollywood, you know, they make so much money. Like, you know what? Get fucking over it. The, the your fans want to see elf two. suck it up and they should have made it you know yeah but in the end they didn't because either they were snobby with each other whatever and next you know we're all waiting and it's you know you know almost 20 years later and we're like ah what a great movie like it's a shame there wasn't a second one but these two people couldn't figure out which penis was bigger 
and then they uh you know they cut it mine oh yeah i i think i'd much rather see an elf pre-cum than i would a um an elf <laughs> sequel but that, that's just a personal um choice there but it seems like the general consensus is that you know the the world loves the elves um the elf movie and and it's it'll go down as one of the greatest um holiday movies of you know at least our generation and um you know i think a lot of you know children and stuff like that will continue to enjoy it over the years i personally won't but like i said just because i don't enjoy it i mean the, the ratings and and the amount of money it made and this and that proves that you know people people do enjoy this movie um but i think we're getting close to that time you know we'll wrap it up and um you know see what comes down the shoot for future videos um you know christmas is right around the corner so that's why we chose a christmas film and hopefully y'all enjoyed this as much as these two losers did because i definitely didn't well um, i think uh for me i'll speak that it was you know it was, a, it was an honor to be uh and exciting to be like as a guest speaker on this show because i watched you know i listen to this podcast like all the time with my wife and you know this literally starts my mornings i i wait for a new podcast so Hopefully I will be able to be, you know, asked back and make another guest appearance, if not multiple in the future, because uh, these two are my, you know, oldest friends. And uh, this uh, this podcast is great. And, uh, you know, it is Christmas time. And uh, I'd like to wish, you know, everyone a Merry Christmas. And, uh, you know, Drew, the Krempus uh, will come visit you and he will yeah. take you away. But for Dave, uh, Santa Claus will come visit you. And I think Santa Claus will visit my house. Uh, I can't wait. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to Cole. Yeah, I can't wait. For, I'll leave that one alone. Um, I, I can't wait for uh, Santa to come to my house and to watch this movie probably six more times before that day comes, which it's uh, it's coming up pretty quick now. But hey, um, yeah, I'm just hoping that I'm just hoping that Santa Claus leaves more um, episodes of Dave and Drew in my stocking this year. That's all. That's all I've hoped for. So I hope it leaves more subscribers. You know, because if, you, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, don't be afraid to email us at dave.drewdm at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Uh, comment if you watch this on YouTube. And just uh, keep on listening and, and, and keep on enjoying that Christmas cheer. This has been Dave and Drew Do Movies. I'm Dave. I'm Drew. And I'm the guest speaker, Griscom. <laughs>